Welcome to Taylor's Table, a podcast where we talk about what's cooking in the kitchen and in life. Taylor's Table is a production of Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media Radio Group. Hey, 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 welcome back to the table. Thanks for joining me today. I want to talk a little bit about meal planning and prepping today. So in episode two, we really kind of broke down your why. Why are you cooking? Why are you wanting to get back in the kitchen more? Uh, Is it money? Is it health? Is it a lifestyle change? Maybe you got a new job. Maybe you're unable to afford to go or DoorDash or whatever it is that you use predominantly wherever you are. I know for me, when it comes to getting back in the kitchen, it's always kind of stemming from a place of health and not just health in the sense of physical health, but also my mental health and my financial health, right? If you've been spending a lot of money eating out, or maybe you've been somebody who went to the grocery store and you bought all this food and then you ended up not cooking it or not eating it and it just ended up going to waste. Maybe you're trying to not waste your money doing that anymore. Maybe you're just trying to switch things up a little bit. Or like I said, maybe you're trying to be a little healthier. So today's episode, we're going to talk about meal planning, meal prepping, what the differences are and what are some of the things that can help make both of those a little easier and trying to figure out which one works best for your family. So let's start with meal planning. What is meal planning? Meal planning is the action of deciding meals in advance using your schedule, preferences, foods on hand, seasonal produce, sale items, and meal planning usually leads to grocery shopping about once a week or for the only items that are needed and having others involved in creating the menu. Okay, so meal planning would be like, okay, you're sitting down on a Sunday night and you're going through the week, you went through your schedule, your spouse's schedule, your kids, if you've got kids, and you figure out, okay, these are the times or these are the days of the week that we're going to be able to eat this and eat that. What does everybody want to do? You know, you take in everybody's preferences and you plan out those meals. So, you know, Monday you're going to have spaghetti. Tuesday it's going to be baked chicken. Wednesday it's going to be burgers. Thursday it's going to be tacos. And Friday it's going to be steak. That's like a meal planning situation. Now, <clears throat> meal planning isn't for everyone. But if you're trying to be healthier, eat more from home, and maybe save a little bit money, this could be a valid option for you and your family. Because like I said, you plan out your meals ahead of time. You know what everybody likes. You know what you can get. And then you go to the grocery store and you get those ingredients. When you go to the grocery store and it's kind of like a free-for-all, that's typically whenever I spend too much money. If I go to the grocery store without a list... And I'm going to purchase whatever, whenever, without any kind of plan. And another thing that this happens (laughs) is when you don't make a list or you forget your list and you go to the grocery store, you end up purchasing something you already have. Depending on if that's a perishable item or not, you're just wasting money by having it twice. Have you ever went to the grocery store and you buy a bottle of hot sauce and you come home and you find out you have three bottles of hot sauce? Like, okay, you didn't need to spend that money. That could have been allotted somewhere else. So meal planning isn't just for like families, right? If you're a single person, you can definitely take this and apply it to your life. You know, going through your schedule on the weekend or whatever the day before your typical schedule starts, right? Because not everybody does the Monday through Friday, nine to five type of job. We all have, you know, different jobs depending on what industry we're in. So say, for instance, you're in, you're a nurse, okay? And maybe you're a 12 hour nurse person, 
So you know, okay, I'm going to work these four days and I'm going to be working 12 hour shifts. So I need to be making myself, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, um, taking two of these to work with me. So maybe getting something that's not going to take up a ton of space in the fridge. If you share fridge at your office or something that's going to be really quick and easy that you can shovel into your mouth as quickly as possible so you can get back out on the floor. I don't know the lunch break type of thing for nurses. I'd imagine people in healthcare don't really have that much time for their lunch break. So taking that into consideration and then planning that out. So knowing, okay, well, these nights I'm going to be home so I can actually cook something that's a little bit more intricate, right? Instead of something that you can just like throw together. And by the way, while we're on the subject of meal planning and meal prepping, whoever said you couldn't just have like a cold cut sandwich at night where you don't have to like technically cook anything. Like, I don't know why we always just think, hey, you have to eat breakfast foods at breakfast and lunch foods at lunch and dinner at dinner. That is ridiculous. If you want a bowl of spaghetti at nine o'clock in the morning and that's your breakfast, who cares? And I want to debunk this. Now, I'm not a nutrition coach, not a chef, anything like this. I'm just a regular person who's done a lot of research and has talked to a lot of people. But the big thing that I think a lot of people are like is time. Okay, so whenever I was doing intermittent fasting, I learned that the idea of like the time clock in your body isn't all that like foolproof. Okay, so you ever heard the thing like you can't eat sweets after nine o'clock or you can't eat dinner after eight o'clock because if you do, it'll mess up your digestive and stuff like that. Let me say this. If you are going to eat dinner at eight o'clock and you're going to go to bed at nine o'clock. Yeah, probably not a good idea. But there's nothing saying that your body is going to absorb that food at eight o'clock differently than the food that it absorbed a few hours ago. The biggest thing that's going to happen for you is you're going to have like an acid reflux situation. But I don't know, this like golden rule of like you can't eat dinner after nine o'clock is crazy to me because like, what are you going to do to people who are on the night shift, right? If they're if they're waking up at 6 p.m. and their body, they're going to be awake until 7, 8, 7, 8, 9, 10 a.m. I don't know when these people go to sleep, but if you tell them like you can't eat at night, there's something about when that sun goes down, your body digests things differently. No, no. Now, granted, again, I'm not a chef, I'm not a nutritionist. I don't have all the science behind it, but I do know that the idea of like you can't eat after a certain time of night is crazy. The only thing that you're probably going to have, at least in my idea, is you're going to have some sort of acid reflux situation or you just may wake up and not be as hungry as you would if you were to eat at 6 p.m. Because you got to think about the fact that when you sleep, your body's technically fasting. Okay, and it's a natural fast that our bodies do normally. So it's not like a fast, like a religious fast or, you know, a fast to lose weight. Like your body just does it because you're not eating in your sleep. At least hope not. Moving the conversation forward, we're going to go from meal planning to meal prepping and also how both of these kind of work together to help get you the most bang for your buck or allow you to at least use all your groceries. So stick around. We'll be right back after this break. Be sure to check out our great podcast on hefepods.com. That's spelled J-E-F-E pods.com. You'll find an ever-growing selection of shows, some of which are hosted by your favorite radio personalities, from popular English language shows to the hard-to-find Spanish language shows. Check out the newest episodes of Taylor's Table, the Haunting or Not podcast, and more. They can all be found at hefepods.com. That's J-E-F-E pods.com. And be sure to tell a friend or two or three. And we're back. Now we're going to move over to meal prepping, which is kind of more of my jam. 
because I am somebody who eh, every so often will hyperfixate on a particular meal. But as far as eating the same thing every day, every week, it gets a little monotonous. Okay. I like to switch it up a little bit. So what I like to do is to meal prep. Now, let's get into what meal prep is. So meal prepping is prepping ingredients to make meals at home or on the go, making bulk protein, carbs, veggies, and then mixing and matching as you see fit throughout the week. This works for all kinds of diets, palates, less time figuring out specifically what you want, but also leaves room to wiggle around a little bit. Meal prepping is the practice of preparing the key elements of a dish or even the entire recipe before you plan to eat it. So say for instance, spaghetti. I always go back to spaghetti because to me, it's one that the majority of people like, right? Even kids like spaghetti and you can make it however you want. You can have it with meat, without meat, meatballs. You can add vegetables to it. You cannot add vegetables. You can do a protein pasta. You can do, you know, your own homemade sauce. You could do jarred sauce. You could do all kinds of different things. So spaghetti, right? How would you meal prep spaghetti? Well, first things first, you would figure out whatever sauce you're going to do. So whether you make your own homemade sauce or you kind of just combine a few ingredients to make your own, whatever it may be. Now, when I say make your own homemade sauce, I mean, like, did you go and get tomatoes fresh off the vine? Did you stew those guys, bring them down? You know, all that stuff. Okay. I'm not. I am a jar sauce gal. And I love it. It's great. It's easy. It puts together and it still tastes delicious and it's not that bad for you. Okay. Figure out your sauce. If you've got a protein you're going to add to it, that's already pre-cooked. If you've got veggies you're going to add to it, they're already chopped or pre-cooked or both. And the pasta, I feel like the pasta should be like the last thing. Now, you can obviously pre-prep pasta, rice, things like that. Pasta is a little touch and go for me, especially because I do like to mix all of my stuff together. Like if I'm making spaghetti, the sauce and everything, all of it's going in a one pot. It's not like, here's your pasta, spoon your sauce over it. I don't do it like that. I put it all together and make it all big one marriage. (laughs) Um, But maybe that's not how you like it. So you can either meal plan, right? Where you know you're going to make spaghetti one night or you can meal plan. I'm going to make spaghetti on a Tuesday night, but I'm also going to go ahead and prep it on Sunday. That way, Tuesday night, when we get home from baseball practice or whatever practice, we can just throw everything together. Boom, dinner's done. You see what I'm saying? So just because you meal plan doesn't mean that you're also meal prepping. And you can see how both of those can kind of come in together, especially for somebody who needs to know what's happening and you know what you have in your fridge and you know you need to cook those things. Now, meal prepping... Again, doesn't have to be for one particular meal. You can do different sections. So you could cook a bunch of chicken and you can keep the seasoning kind of like a basic seasoning, right? Salt, pepper, garlic, maybe a little Everglades if you're somebody like that. Are you going to grill the chicken? Are you going to bake the chicken? Are you going to cut it into little strips? Are you going to cut it into little cubes? What are you going to do with that? And that's where meal planning comes back into play, right? So if I know I'm going to cook... If I'm going to do chicken tacos one night, I'm going to do chicken quesadillas another night. Maybe I'm going to do shredded chicken and that would be my prep for that. Okay, so 
For me, I really like to meal prep a bunch of different things. So I'll saute some onions, bell pepper, green onions, kind of have those off to the side. I'll cut up some potatoes and air fry them. And that way I already have some crispy potatoes that I could do either my own burritos with. I could do a meal with those. I could mix those with the sauteed vegetables and add a protein. And there's a dinner idea. You know, I could also do breakfast with those. A lot of different things that you can do. And that ingredient's already done and made. And you don't have to even think about prepping that. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Isn't that amazing? So some of the foods that work really well with meal prepping, okay? Cooked grains, pasta, like we talked about. Make sure you're cooking that pasta al dente. Do not overcook it. Cooked beans, cooked meat, roasted vegetables. I love the sheet pan roasted vegetables, especially if you're somebody who has like some Brussels sprouts, some onions, some sweet potato. Cut all that up, drizzle some olive oil or whatever oil you want, maybe even a little bit of butter, roast it, and then you have some roasted vegetables. And let me say this, guys. Do not sleep on adding cooked vegetables to salads. We'll talk more about that in another episode. So... Hearty, fresh vegetables, things like celery, carrots, peas, bell peppers, kale, cabbage, radishes. If you're somebody that likes those, you can go ahead and prep those ahead of time. Whole fruit, oranges, stone fruit, apples, nuts, seeds, cheese, sauces, and dips. Sauces like salad dressings, hummus, salsa, sour cream. Now, if you're somebody who's making your own salad dressing at home, just use a bottle that you had from the store. Just reuse it or do a mason jar. Now, I have heard... Let me say this, guys. If you're going to be doing any kind of salad prepping, I strongly encourage you to place a little paper towel in whatever you've got your salad in. And don't mix your salad, like your leafy green, with your things like onion and bell pepper. Okay? Or your protein. Keep them separate. And as far as dressing goes, guys, don't put that on until the very end. And I mean the very end. I've seen some people do these mason jar salads where they put the dressing at the bottom and blah, 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 blah. I don't do that. Okay, just leave it on the side and mix it whenever you're ready. Especially because these kinds of things, you want to make sure you're going to eat them. And if you spend all this time on Sunday prepping and planning, and then you get to Thursday and you've got a soggy salad, it's still going to go to waste. Okay, so really get... Get in the know of what it is that you want, what is it that you're going to actually eat, what you want to spend the time prepping, and what's some stuff that is easy that you could just throw together in the event that you don't get to prep the way that you want to, right? Like we always keep some sort of bagged salad on hand, or we'll keep some frozen or canned vegetables, or we'll have some sort of like air fryable meal that we always have. In the event that we decide we don't want to cook or we don't even want to take the time to pull things out of container and mix them together. Like, I just want to put something either in the microwave, in the air fryer, I want it to be done, and then I want it to come out and feed me, and that's it. I don't have to think about anything. There's no shame in being lazy, and there's no shame. (laughs) Let me rephrase that. (laughs) There's no shame on being lazy in the kitchen. Okay, I feel like so many people get so caught up in everything has to be healthy and organic and homemade. Baby, if that's what you want to do, do it. Okay, but do not be over here making folks that don't either have the time or the money to do that. Do not make us feel bad. Okay, you live in your world. I live in my world. Sometimes these worlds cross over. Sometimes they don't. Either way, it doesn't matter because it doesn't hurt you. So it doesn't matter to you what I am doing. And I think 
when people talk about food, some people just like to give unsolicited advice about food. And sometimes you just have to say in the kindness, calmest, nicest tone you have, I really appreciate the time that you're taking to give me that information, but I don't really need it right now. But if I do, I will reach out to you in the future. It's like the easiest way to turn somebody down. Okay. So this is going to wrap up our episode on meal prepping and meal planning. And I hope that that I've kind of given you a different way to think about it. Because I think when a lot of people think of meal prepping, they think of the entire meal and you're making that meal and you're eating that meal every single day. But it doesn't have to do that. Okay, if you are somebody that needs that consistency, you need that routine every single day, you know what you're going to have and you don't want to be, say for instance, you're counting calories. You don't want to be counting all these different things all the time. You want it to be a staple. That's okay. But not everybody is like that. So you have to adjust and fit your food options to whatever it is that you may have going on in your life, your mental, your physical health as well. Food is something I'm obviously passionate about, but I'm always learning and understanding new things when it comes to food. So if you have some stuff that you'd like to comment on this episode or a meal prep, something that works for you, feel free to send it to me, taylor at gladesmedia.com. And Just want to let you guys know, we have a Facebook page for the podcast. So if you'd like information on upcoming episodes, some foodie photos, just type in Taylor's Table on Facebook and we should come up. Thank you for joining me for another day here at the table and discussing meal prepping and meal planning. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to Taylor's Table, a production of Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media Radio Group. We hope you'll join us during the next episode of Taylor's Table. Feel free to email Taylor at gladesmedia.com if you have any questions or recipes you'd like for us to share on the show.